What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. Another good week for Portland. They're sitting number one in the West again. Got the only team in the NBA right now that has three active players averaging 20-plus points per game. Not many bad things to say about us right now. Our new jerseys just got debuted last night. It's a good time to be a Blazer fan. Nothing, again, like I say, every single episode we are not expecting this. But honestly, at this point, we kind of are expecting this. So a two-in-one week, another successful week. And the Blazers are back at home now. It's it's so beautiful. We are a number one seed in the West. If you were to tell me that in the beginning of the season, I would have thought you were capping. But 10 and 4, 71% win rate. It, it, it's so beautiful. Um, Two and one on the week. That's what I wanted. That's what I predicted. That's what we got. So I'm solved with that. The road trip come, came to an end. I think we wanted us to go three and three. We would have been fine with that. And we went four and two. So I'm very pleased right now. And happy after a dub last night against the Spurs. So I'm feeling good. Yeah. 10 and four. We uh, double digit wins, baby. I think we're the we're the first team in the West, obviously, to get to that. Oh, I guess Utah's 10 and six. They've played a lot of games. But yeah, two in one week. That's what I expected. Um, and I, I, even when we lost to Dallas, I wasn't even that mad. It's like, of course, you hate losing. But the way Dallas won, you're just that's just gonna happen in, in over the course of an 82 game season where Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, just comes down, and just drains three threes in your mouth for no reason. That's gonna happen. Like you, you're not gonna. And then someone made it again, four in a row, threes. Yeah, like you're not gonna win every game, and that was just that was a loss that I could stomach. Last game of the trip, you just want to get back home. Um, I would definitely be more upset if we dropped to the Spurs last night, but the Blazers got their act together just in time. Uh, let's just. I want to ask you guys a question just to start here. Thoughts on the jerseys? I was going to ask the same exact question. Um, I personally, when they first dropped, I was like, okay, they're fine. Nothing crazy. But I thought they looked really good on the court. I'm actually a huge Mm -hmm. fan of them. I liked how Sharp and Dame both had matching shoes to go with it. It looked really clean. Now, a lot of teams like change their court to uh, complement the jersey and like have the same theme. So it looked kind of odd having still like the classic red, black, and white colors on the court. I would have thought we may have just changed every everything that's red to the like greenish turquoise. But overall, the jerseys, I thought I'm a fan. I would get it if it wasn't just for a year. We've gone through that. Like I have like two of the city edition uniforms, and now they're not relevant. One reason because we don't wear them, and two because they're CJ. So I thought the jerseys were are cool though. That's um, tough. They're they're okay. Okay, here's the thing. Are we the Portland Trailblazers? Or are we the Charlotte Trailblazers? Yeah, we got some. I get it. Purples. I get that. Like you see that? That's the color red and the rose. I city. think. I honestly think maybe I I am biased, obviously, but I think we have a, like one of the most pretty the most pretty court in the NBA. That red is just kind of my favorite color, but um. I think it's a little awkward to see that turquoise mix with it, but I th- I liked it more than I thought I would last night. So um, I'm happy, I guess. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get why people don't like it because it's such a like far cry from the Blazers normal colors. So a lot of like traditionalist people that like tradition aren't going to be like, wow, teal. That looks great. When you associate you don't associate teal with the blazers but city editions are all about like connecting in a cool way to the city and obviously the the carpet in the airport's a big thing so I, I get why they went with it um yeah i don't know they they need to do a city of roses one at some point yeah now i'm not a like a portland like, i don't know junkie where i know everything about L- portland local here. local, local but Personally, I had never really thought of the Portland carpet as something iconic. Like, oh, did you, oh, it's Cody, famous. It's coming famous. from Portland? It's famous. Do you ever know that? I didn't. Well, no, I did, but recently. And then also, another fun fact, currently the carpet isn't actually even in the airport. Yeah, it's getting remodeled. Which is kind of odd. It's coming back in like 2024, I saw, but that is also kind of weird. But I think I just liked it a lot because like that color is just kind of a color that's just a nice a nice color so i'm a fan of it and i thought it was a you're gonna run out of ideas at this point because if you're doing a city edition jersey every year like 
we see teams like the Heat, like literally their jersey this year is just their last five mix like all put together where it's like the M is the font of one jersey, the I is the font Trash. of someone else. It's garbage. But I thought they're fine. Uh jumping into the game, first guy I want to talk about is Jeremy oh. Grant because he continues what I believe is an all-star season right now. Only player in the NBA averaging 20 points per game, shooting 50% from the field, and over 45% from three. At not this sustainable, point, unfortunately. I mean, it's not even 45. It is 49% from three. Yeah. On oh, five and a half it's... attempts per game, which I think is a career high in yeah. both. Obviously, the percentage, but the attempts too. He's turned into a guy that's like a catch-and-shoot monster. And I don't even think he like views himself as a shooter. So unbelievable performance another one from jeremy grant last night yeah the fact that he's shooting this good despite taking this many shots is impressive because you see players that you know they they're 50 from three but that's because they've taken nurk for example seven yeah for example nurk is the best three-point shooter in the nba right now technically which is obviously bullocks but um <laughs> it is what it is he's shooting 56 <laughs> 56% from three. His three-point percentage is higher than his two-point percentage. Anyway, oh, back we'll to Jeremy Grant. Back to Jeremy Grant. Yeah, we'll get we'll get very <laughs> it's very impressive. And I remember like in the summer, um, you guys called me crazy. Not crazy, but you guys gave me a weird look when I said I think Jeremy Grant will be a better player than Anthony Simons this season. And so far, that's been the case. Um yeah, yeah. I mean you can say like I think there's a difference between being the second best player and being the second most impactful player. I think Simons oh, okay. is better than Grant, but the Blazers haven't had a good wing in forever. So Grant's filling a huge need there offensively and defensively. But yeah, 29 points, Jeremy Grant. And I want to shout out him too, because he got eight rebounds. He's usually not a big rebounder, uh, but he got his nose in there on the boards, on the glass and had a great, I mean, without him, like that's a game that we lose if we're like Aminu, Harkless, or even Norman Rocco. Like we're losing that game. So I want to shout out Jeremy Grant. Dame only twenty two, didn't shoot great. Eleven assists, got the teammates involved. Jeremy Grant, you know, probably half of his catch and shoot threes are coming off of Lillard, bending, manipulating the defense. So obviously, got to give Lillard his flowers. Um, do y'all want to talk about anyone in? Like a positive light, or can I jump into Nurk making Yaka Pertle look like prime Will Chamberlain? I want to say before we get into the Nurk, <laughs> he so actually bad. did though career high for him and like 14 for 17. That's insane. Oh, but, oh yeah. Pertle, Pertle, a little 31, 14, and five. I'm sorry, but that that's that's insane <laughs> for a guy that has a shorts go past his knees. But we're yeah. gonna uh, we're gonna talk uh, one more, a couple more positives. Um, Dame's defense down the stretch. The block was electric. Moda was Hype. electric. Hype. Simons had a big three down the stretch as the shot clock was expiring. And then Sharp, 13 points. He's just, again, he's one of those guys that right when he comes into the game, he gets hot and he hit some big shots in the first half. And then what will transition us into the Nurk talk is let's just talk about how good Drew Eubanks was last night because he ended up playing 33 yeah. minutes compared to Nurk's 15. And he was the, the – this is going to get into our Q&A later. Someone asked about him. I'm not going to spoil it yet. But he is playing at a level that none of us would have saw at all. And I think it all starts can with I, us. Can I, can I give you a quick stat that's going to blow your mind? What is what? So we win by seven, right? Mm-hmm. Yusuf Nurkic, minus 21. Drew Eubanks, plus 28. Plus 28. <laughs> Okay, I think that's hey, no, the seven can, point can I, difference right there. Polar opposites. No, hold on. We win by we win by seven, and yeah. minus twenty one to plus twenty eight. That's like a that's a that's a massive swing. <laughs> yeah. How many minutes did Nurk get? How do you go minus twenty one? Nurk played. Drew Eubanks played thirty three minutes. Nurk played fifteen. No, Nurk, no, Cody, Nurk played the, three the, minutes in the first quarter and was out. Cody, yeah. you're the biggest Nurk fan here. What is your reaction to that? Okay, guys, this is it's a joke at this point. Nurk plays good, we love him. Nurk plays bad, we hate him. Right now, Fair. right now, Nurk's here. Fair. He's at the bottom. He's at the bottom Fair. of the totem pole. But when he pops off next game, we're gonna love him again. So take them, take the median guys, take the middle, take the average. Um, Nurk is solid. Um, yes, Eubanks is awesome, and Eubanks is playing up like exceeding expectations in terms of his contract. Compared to Nurk, who I think I think Nurk's playing up to par with his contract. Um, so far, not a bad 
I don't think he's doing bad so far, but um, when you're compared to yeah. someone shooting 70% from the field, like obviously it's going to make you look, well, look bad. And it's also easy to hit on Nurk because he makes boneheaded plays, but um, I think Nurk's still solid. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I would just ask for a little more uh, consistency yeah. from him. Uh, he's a little up and down. Now, a lot of people were saying last night, he might have looked a little rusty or slow because he's coming off injury. He hasn't played in a while, which is fair. Um, so I get that part that people were saying, but at the same time, dude, you you just he just looked just really really bad, and I can't really defend him that much. At least just for last night, he has been huge for Portland in certain games. I just would like a little more consistency for my man Yusuf. I'm sorry, but like Jacopo putting. <laughs> Putting up 31 on you and literally like taking you one on one from the top of the key is about mm. as bad as it gets for I feel like a center guarding him. And mm. that was like an all time bad performance from Nurk last night. And I get what you're saying with the he has some really stellar games, but he also has some really bad games. But I think for one, I think he has a couple more bad games. Like for every one good game, he probably has two bad games, not to this level, but still bad games. And then on mm-hmm. the other hand, when you just want consist, like you said, consistency out of your center position, he mm-hmm. like if you just gave us a simple, I, I can't come up with a player right now, but I think that's sometimes when the downfall of the Blazers is the fact that you get this consistent performance all the time from your guards, but you come to Nurkic and like in that Nuggets series two years ago, last time we were in the playoffs. When he played well, we were good. When he didn't play well or wasn't on the floor, we were bad. So a mm-hmm. lot of our success comes down to Nurkic, and we can't have these games from him if we are going to have these expectations to now we're going to the playoffs and want to actually compete. So, I think you right. will be a better backup than Canner, assuming we don't get a backup center because oh. we were talking about how much we want a backup center. Quick thing back to Eubanks before I go back to Nurk. I just love – the kind of fire he brings, like you look at him and he's like, okay, he just looks like your ordinary, typical, just boring NPC guy. But no, he brings fire. I mean, he he brought some fire last night. He was getting hyped after a block, I remember. And I like the energy he brings off the bench. So, but yeah, back to Nurk. I mean, look, when you're a center and all your shots are 10 or five foot flip shots, you got to hit half of them. You can't be going under 50% Nurk. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to find some... I think he's yeah, one of the yeah, worst some... centers at finishing in the league. Dude. Um, yeah, well, yeah. He, he, uh, I don't know the numbers, though. Shooting 54% from two or from inside the restricted area. I, this is – I was watching um, uh, Jack Ramsey's, and he said it's 54% from the field and eight in Leeds League at 84%. So that's the difference is Nurk can't finish for she's Nurk can hit threes, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, best three points in the league. Uh, going back to the other games of the week, the final two games of the road trip, I'll kind of clump them together because was it a back-to-back? No, it wasn't. Um, win against the Pelicans, loss against the Mavericks. West already said, but that Mavericks loss, end of the trip, tired legs, and then the Mavericks kind of just found Here a hot go. shooting stroke at certain points during the game. Uh, obviously no Nurk in those two games, no Winslow either, but Jeremy Grant, 37 points against the Mavericks. And then against the Pelicans leading scorer was again, Jeremy Grant with 27. So he's really found his stride in these past two games. And those are two playoff teams probably we're playing against and go one and one on the end of a road trip is, is probably pretty good. So let me just give you some couple Nurkic stats here. So he is, this is out of, I guess, all players. He's in the seventh percentile in two-point percentage. Seventh. Yes. And he's in the 17th for effective just field goal percentage. Can we guess some, maybe? I don't know. What do you mean guess some? Like you say, and I'll just make a guess. I don't know. If there's one. Keep for Nurk? Or just for anyone? For Nurk, I don't know. What are we guessing? Um, uh, let's know. see. Okay. We'll, we'll, like we'll, get, we'll get a little defense for Nurk. Um. Let's I did go. see he still was the top defender, like in terms of, I don't know what the number was, but he was the best on our team in something. So, okay, what percentage of the opponent's missed shots does Nurkic rebound? 
Okay, that's hard. Um. <laughs> or, or, or like, so he's at twenty five percent. What percentile is that? And oh, like compared it's... to the rest of the league. Yes, probably like probably like fifty five. Yeah, I was gonna say like sixty or something. Ninetieth percentile. Okay. So okay. We, okay. We, well, this oh, guy. Yeah, that's the, right. Because that's taking okay. into account like. I, I was confused about the stats. I was thinking just. Well, I, I don't know what you meant, but I guess. I mean, I don't know, okay. Here, here you go. Nurk, Nurk is in. Okay, this is according to cleaning the glass. Nurkic is in the sixth percentile at the rim, <laughs> shooting fifty-five percent at the rim. The sixth percentile for comparison. Yikes. Jeremy Grant is like average. Nasir Little is in the 93rd percentile. Nasir's finishing well. Uh, Nurk is 38th percentile in short mid, 35% in the mid range, which he just shouldn't be doing. And he's 55% from three. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But yeah, just Nurk's finishing defensively is pretty good. Um, they don't really have like indi- very individual funny, stats. Yeah, last night. I mean, yeah, it's there's a, there's a lot of um, these stats are pretty specific. Like there's team stats, obviously. Like we're tenth in defensive rating, and you can attribute a lot of that to Nurk. But the uh, can we guess where we are off in offensive uh, rankings ratings? Yeah, we can we can do a little we can do a little team wide team wide okay, action so here. I think okay. Last time, I just want to remember we we're like yeah offensively. And we were like tenth in defense. Oh no, we were like fifth. We are we are tenth in defense. We, say right I'll, now, say we're, right now, I'll say we're twelfth in offense. Okay. I think, we're that, I think we're not that much. I'd say like fifteen. We are sixteenth in offense, tenth in right, defense. Yeah. So we are uh we're scoring a hundred and thirteen points per possession and we're giving up one eleven. So it's close, but with the hard for comparison, uh Milwaukee is leading the league in defense. They're only giving up 106 points. It's insane. Um, let's go with let's get a little. We'll go into shooting. Where do you think the Blazers are in three point percentage? Fifth. Fifth. Um, it's it's not as high as you think. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Hold on. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is. Um, Okay, you can say fifth. Uh, that's frequency. Yeah, I want accuracy. Okay, so you say we're fifth in the league in threes. Okay, like percentage okay. or whatever. Like shooting percentage. Yeah, shooting fifth. percentage. Cody? I think we're lower yeah. just because we take a lot of hard threes because our we we rely a lot. I'll go like Jeremy Grant, eighth. Nurk. I'll go, I'll go eighth. Oh, Jeremy Grant, that six. Okay, six. Oh wow, we're Great. Se- <laughs> we're we're second in the league. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, think about uh, it. Yeah, two of the best three point shooting bigs in the league, Jeremy Grant and Nurk. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's go with. <laughs> that was a dumb guess. Dame shooting 40. I'm dumb. Yeah. That makes sense. Let's go with. We also don't we shoot shooting... that many threes as much as last year. What are we shooting at the rim? Now you got to remember who shoots at the rim here. <laughs> we have Nurkic, so we're going to. I'll say 21st. I'll say. Okay. 19th. We are twenty second. It's pretty good, guys. Good work. Good guess. Yeah. Here, um, give us one more. One more. Let's go into. Let's uh, we'll go into some more. Sorry, my internet is just booty cheeks. Transition, offensive transition. Okay. Second frequency. Frequency. What percentage of possessions start slash go into transition? Where are we in the league? Like wow, second. We fell off. We fell off hard. That's your hand. Okay. Yikes. All right. I'll go eighth now, but dang. All right. Before you said that, I would have said, yeah, somewhere around like six to eight. Now that you said that, I'll say we're 15th. And we are 21st. Wow. That must but... mean we just haven't gotten in transition in the past couple of games. Because obviously you would have thought we were. But then again, at the same time, anytime we've talked about us getting in transition, it's really just been highlighting Josh Hart. So maybe yeah, he's been. How much. am I that off? Dang. He's wow. been Josh Hart. We, honestly, this is a perfect segue from stats. Let's jump. Let's jump into Josh Hart. Josh Hart's been. He does the little things well. He's been a little. He's been struggling a little bit in the last few games. I would say. Um, he went zero for nine against the Mavericks. 
Yeah, yeah, but you know, you're going to have those games. But mm-hmm. yeah, his shooting, he just doesn't shoot well and he doesn't shoot the ball at all. So yeah, my dude needs like to start that. shooting. He's going to start yeah, getting the Draymond Green treatment if he's not careful. Oof, I don't know about that, but yeah, he's you'd expect that his person he's 42% from the field, 30 from 3. <clears throat> you'd like that number to be a little higher despite he only takes wide open shots or like layups in transition. Um Speaking of just at the Spurs game, he got not he got a clutch steal at the end. Remember that we were up like three, and then he just picked. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. forget who it was when he crossed half court, got the layup. Just an example. Oh, it was doing um, the little things Kelden? right. Yeah, yeah, it was Keldon. Just an example, doing the little things right. Um, what if I told you that Josh Hart is averaging more rebounds and points? Would you believe me? Yeah, I would. I would because he is, and that is really isn't he crazy. averaging like five and six? No, like nine rebounds, I feel like. Or eight. He has eight, 8.5 points a game, 8.6 rebounds a game. Yeah, he, he rebounds the ball a ton. Yeah, he's a um, That's crazy. But yeah, I need Josh Hart to start shooting the basketball a little bit because he's going to get way too open very soon if, and he needs to just take shots. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is, uh, this is, uh, this is updated a little bit. Bob, did you, before you say it, the thing I posted on Twitter, did you see it? All these things rhyme. Yeah, uh, it it took me a while, but yeah, Ram. it's him. Him. Yeah. Him. I get, him. I get it. I get it. I get it. Slam. Slam. Good. Him. I thought I thought it was win initially, and I was like, wait, that's dumb. That's not going to be it. Because we right, here you go. Okay. So, what is cleaning the glass? Uh, expected wins at an eighty in an eighty-two game season. Where do they have Portland now? Forty-six. And it goes to the decimal. So if you want to get real 46. specific, so that means it's forty-six. I'm sorry, forty-six point. It's three. not. Okay. Can you re- can you repeat that? What is this? Uh, so this is over an eighty-two game season, cleaning the glass, which is all these stats, and they have a whole set stats database. They have a statistic based, and it's expected wins over eighty-two games. It's oh, based on oh. like efficiency and point differential. So and what is their prediction? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they. I think we're going to get 50 wins because I'm a biased Blazer fan, even though I'm not. We're clearly getting 50 wins, but they're going to say a little lower. We've had a lot of close games that we could have lost, so I'm going to say we're like 46. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go 47. I mean, 44.8. Buy it. <laughs> Buy it. <laughs> Buy it. What does that mean? Is that... <laughs> yeah, boy. Okay. <laughs> we'll just continue. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. I know it was actually a cuss word. Is that a cuss word? I thought it just means. I thought it just means. Um, here, I'll just we'll, we'll do it. It's not. It's That's more of like title. a. It's more of like a slur. It's like the so, Spanish word for every cuss word in the book, almost. <laughs> okay, we're cutting. It that. basically. Yeah, I mean, we can cut it, but it basically means like. Yeah, definitely bleeping that. It's 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 the b word. Uh, I didn't know that. It, it, but it also like has some like uh homophobia attached to it so yeah stay away from that on social media with a growing youtube channel Ex- holy cow exactly <laughs> um okay so yeah, let's move on to the mailbag <laughs> <laughs> should we go to the mailbag yes we should unless you guys have any other things to say about the mavericks or uh, pelicans game Hell, okay i'll just um Let's honestly let's go around and uh, let's just say last thing to say about the Mavericks game. Uh, Okay, before I'm little exercise, we're all going to go around and we're going to say for the three games this week, we're going to use one word that described the game. Okay, I'll I'll go first. Okay, so the Pelicans game, I'm going to say surprising. The Dallas game, I'm going to say expected. And for the Spurs game, I'm going to say clutch because we can't lose that game at home against a team that's on the Victor Winbanyama watch. For the new, for the Pelicans game, I'm going to say CJ because he shot the Pelicans out of the game just like he did to us many times. So I'm going to say CJ. And for uh, the Dallas game, okay, maybe I don't want to get too redundant, but I'm going to say Luca because another player on the opposing team because he dropped 42. Like, we got to do better than that. I mean, it's a one-man show. You got to stop him. And we let him get 10 assists. Like, come on. For San Antonio, 
just gonna say needed because if we didn't win that i'd be feeling pretty bad right now <laughs> needed it for the podcast numbers too <laughs> yeah needed it needed it. Uh, for the for the pelicans game i'll say uh it's kind of it's two words but it's one word role player because that was without dame or nurse and bench. we had well it wasn't bench because all the people that normally come off the bench started um, Dude, for sure, for sure, for sure. For but sure. we had five players in double digits. Nasir had 15, Winslow had 12, Simons 23, and blah, 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 blah. All those guys played well. Against the Mavericks, I'll say um, do. We, like, it was, like you said, expected. We were due to like just the other team to just shoot the lights out down the stretch and us to not be clutch because it happens every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then against the Spurs... I'll say sleepy because it was a sleepy game, sloppy game up until the fourth quarter. Uh, we definitely looked like we had a little bit of a break over the weekend. But again, when you play the Spurs, True. you can have those games. And we ended up getting the win. So it was a party in Portland that night for the Timbers fans. Okay, let's uh, move on to the mailbag. I've got like eight or nine questions here. And we will start off with, let me see. Yeah, pull them up. Okay. First one, because we were talking about it already. This is a bit extreme, but from Caden Lucas. He said, even though Nurk has had some good games, do you see Eubank starting at some point? No. No. You don't pay someone that much. And he's hasn't this isn't sustainable, most likely. If it is, that'd be insane. But he's not gonna play like this every game. Nurk's never good games. Nurk's experience. He has a chem with Dame. Even if it is sustainable, it's not like Eubanks is putting up like world. Eubanks is usually a net negative, for being honest. He's just been, we thought he was going to be actually really bad for this team, and he's been average to good. Like he's perfect for coming off the bench. If you put him in the starter, starting role, he'd probably get exposed. Like, let's be honest. So, Nurk, while yeah, it's pissed me off his bad games, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Um. Mm-hmm. Next question is: Did you answer what? West? No. Yeah, I said no. I mean, it was a pretty simple answer. If we're being honest, hell no. Uh, hell two guys. No. Two guys asked kind of the same question from Dorky eighty one and Preston Julian. Um, I'll just read one of them because they're the same thing. What are your thoughts on Gary Payton, and how do you think he will fit in our Blazer rotation? And Gary Payton at this point could be back any game. He was expected, not expected, but he said like he could return as early as San Antonio. And while again, I probably don't think he plays against the Nets, like he could. He could come back at any point. So we've talked about it a lot, but what's your answer to that question? I'm gonna say that he I think even when he does come back, they're going to take it real slow with him. Like, I think he could play, like, 10 minutes a game for a while, just ramp him up. I almost feel like the Blazers treating him, like, I think they are doing this already, but even if he plays, they're all, they're going to have the long-term view with him because they know he's going to be such a valuable asset in the playoffs. Yes, I just said the Blazers are planning for the playoffs. Right. I did say that. We can but, say that now, baby. Uh, uh, did you hear what I said, Cole, or do I need to say it again? No, sorry. I was looking at the other questions. Um. Oh no, you're good. You just look confused. I was, no, yeah, because like sure I, I heard, you, like I heard Cody like react to it. I was like, wait, what did he just say? Yeah. So I think they're gonna take it easy with him. Um. Yeah. It's so hard. I think. Okay. Let's be honest. We're gonna have a trade. There's gonna be a trade. Like right now, we're twelve. Deep, we're twelve deep. So there's gonna be a trade. Um. I don't know who's going to get traded, but like Josh Hart's prime candidate, obviously, which sucks, but he is. Um, people are saying Simons is. I don't think that's true. Gross. Sorry, I'm getting off topic, but I just think that once the trade deadline's over, he's going to, like, I think up until the trade deadline, they're going to take it real easy with him and he'll, he'll play. And he'll get like matchups and he might have, he might play 25 minutes in one night. He might play eight minutes. He's like a big game player. Yeah. Well, he's just, he's just, what he brings is super valuable in the postseason. Yeah. When you need yeah. like postseason, go out and just eliminate a guy basically from the series. I I agree. I don't think he's gonna get a lot of minutes. I feel like he's it's gonna be underwhelming. I I just want to warn everyone. Like people think he's gonna come in and just be Josh Hart part two. I mean that'd be great, and I'm rooting for it. But 
you know, when you come off an injury like this, you're probably going to knock a lot of minutes. You know, he hasn't played a game with the team yet, like a real valuable game. He hasn't played any game with the team yet. So um, they'll probably – I like will say – Unlimited minutes. So. I want to count, like, counter that a tad. Well, yes, like it's obviously going like, to take some time for him to get back into it. For one, he's not going to be playing a lot of minutes. Like this isn't a guy that was playing 30 minutes for Golden State on a night in and night out basis. He'll play probably a max of 20. And then here and there, here and there, here, he will play a 25 to 30 minute game. And then also, given we're being this um, safe with him and not rushing him back, he's probably been good enough to play for the last week or two. But we're obviously just being safe and making sure he's 100, 1,000%. So he's probably been mm-hmm. getting a ton of reps with the team and practice. For the, like he was even practicing a little bit during training camp. Like, He's been practicing with the team for about a month now. That's what I said. They're taking him so slow because they just – I think post-trade trade deadline, this team will be – everyone's roles will be pretty clear. And I think yeah. he'll have – I mean, you, you you paid him $28 million in the offseason for three years, so you, you're going to play him when it counts. I'll mm-hmm. just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, next question is – should we be worried about Dame's struggles right now with shooting and turnovers? Nope. Has he struggled shooting? No. No, like, he hasn't. Obviously he turnovers, is. but like that's no, not he, a No, he actually, Here, he actually has me, not struggled with shooting. Stats. Dame, guess. What do you think his field goal percentage is? Like, like for, mid-40s? It's 46. 45. And his Mid three-point percentage? Yeah. What's his three-point percentage, you think? Uh, 39. 38. He's one big game away from... Uh, 50 40. So, struggle, I would say that is a massive stretch. He has, he has turned um, the ball, but so is the rest of the team. So, hold on. So, sh- so, shooting struggles, right? Let me just I go through. Let me just, well, let me just, let me just go through something. Uh, he's having a career, he's has a career high and effective field goal percentage. Uh, he's had his third best year or his fourth best year at the rim, third best year from the short mid. Second best, third best year from long mid, and from three, he's pretty much on average. I don't understand where this he's shooting bad is coming he's from. He's only lost one game with us. Like no, he he's did lose one game. he's shooting sixty two percent at the rim, which is tied for a career high right now in terms of season. It's tied with his fourteen fifteen season, and he has what assists compared? Do you know how that? Yeah, I can get well, that, that wasn't really as part well. Of the question. No, yeah. but I mean, when people, you know, uh, assist, I have you, uh, I mean, I don't have, well, he's at, he has a career high in point per shot attempts. My dude is in the 97th percentile in the entire league, so I don't really understand the shooting struggles. So I'm going to debunk that theory and say, Dave's just fine. Turnovers, though, we can talk about turnovers. He's turning the ball over a little higher, but. Yeah, like I just said, though, like that's a whole team struggle, and it's like adjusting to a completely new style of play that he hasn't played in his 10 years in an NBA. Like he's always just been dribble up, wait until 10 seconds, and then go ISO. Like he's actually running an offense and running in transition. So I will say, come on. um, He is turning the ball over 15.3% of the time. It says turnover percentage. How often did the player turn the ball over when using a possession? So when he has the ball in a possession, he's turning it over 15% of the time, which That's is all. the worst in his career. And second closest was his rookie year, and he was way better his rookie year. So that's just it is something to monitor. But the shooting has been fine, so I, I don't want to hear that one. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, another question on Dame from underscore in Loper. How many years do you think Dame has left in the tank? This is such a hard question to answer. That's interesting. Uh, I think he'll be like playing or peak of his powers. I guess both. Peak of his powers or okay. Well, peak peak of of his powers. powers, I'll say like giving him like three years. Yeah, I would say like three years. I mean, I think he's playing for another at least like eight years. Yeah, but like you see what Curry's doing at thirty-five ish, thirty-four. Dame follows that. Dame follows that. Chris Paul. Oh, I thought you said Chris Paul. Who said? Did someone say Chris? I did say. I said Chris Paul's like thirty-eight. Yeah, but Chris Paul is not. They have Devin Booker. No, I know, but like, like who says Anthony Simons? He's not. He might not be Devin Booker, but like, it's not no, like know, we're saying but, Dame's gonna be. But if the if show. Dame's 
if Dame's playing the Chris Paul role in the Blazers, people are going to think he's trash because he's not scoring. Not when he's 38, though. Who knows, man? People are saying he's shooting the ball bad, and we just showed he's not. People have wild takes. I think that's just one fan that looks at a box score from one game and sees that he should have shot bad against one game. I'm 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 tapped into the uh, to the comments. I'm tapped into the community. (laughs) I I see what people are saying. No, I'm being serious. Saying is laugh at me. When you're sniffing the top ten in the MVP race, you are not slowing down. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah, agreed. Um, another one from uh, Dorky eighty one, and then I'll just do it along with the foul dot Queenus. Just let me say both questions. Uh, the yeah. first one is: Are we for real? You think we can be that good during the whole season? And the other one is: Do you think the Blazers can go to the finals? <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. We are a one seed. Which one do we want to tackle first, or do we just want to go let's, at let's it? Let's do the first one. Let's do the first one. First one. Like, let's let's save the finals talk for like after. Are we for real? Are we a fake one seed? Look, I'd ask what for me, real. I, okay, is. I don't. The, I don't. We if we're the four seed, we're still for real. Like, yeah. Are we going to be a one seed come April? No. Yeah, it's interesting. No. But we got proved. I got proved wrong. Um, since wait, my wait. summer summer predictions. How, but how do you know, Cody? How do you know we're not gonna be the one seed? <laughs> we're gonna be the one seed, guys. Um, yeah, yes, we are for real. We are 15 games in the season. We have had 14, but yeah. three games with Dames out, two games Jimmy Grant's out, four games with Nurks out, lots of games with our top players out, even Simons, and we're still having this good of a record despite being on the road. The majority of the season so far, and playing against hard teams, yeah, we're for real. That's that one's obvious. I'm gonna second that. I think we are for real. I think are we one seed worthy? Probably, probably not, and most likely not. But are we for real compared to what people thought we were? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know what's crazy is I was thinking like we're ten and four. And yeah, we've won some close games. So that's going to take a step back. Jeremy Grant's not going to shoot 49% from three. That's going to step back. But like, I think Simons has some room for some growth in his game. I think, you know, Dame's probably going to have a 10 game stretch where he looks unstoppable. Like, this team just has all the parts this team has. You know, we got, we got a little Josh Hart mix here. We got a little, little Jeremy Grant mix. Got a little, we got, we, we tossed Nurk. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's a beautiful plate of W's. <laughs> this team has cohesion, and this team plays for each other. We are tasty. <laughs> I didn't. I did not say that. <laughs> we play. We're gonna play hard for eighty-two games. And Kenny Smith said one time, "If you play hard for eighty-two games, you're going forty-one to forty-one." And then we're not going forty-one to forty-one though. We're we're, we're winning fifty games. Are we going to say that? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. we are going to the okay, finals. Let's, okay. Let's, 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 lagging. let's tackle the finals question. Hold up. Right, before I, before we tackle the finals question, like we're two games away, these next two games, which are against the jazz and the nets, which we will probably say we should win. And we are what that would make us 12 and four. That's already a fifth through the season. 16 games is a fifth of the season. So like, it's not, there's no much that I don't think it's an early season at this point anymore. Like, it's been two, Again, games. two days away I'm from giving It's him, been four games. It's been six I'm giving games. him 20 games. games. I'm giving him 20 games. Okay, that's fair. Okay, but Finals. also quickly. Okay, well, I just want to touch. We'll touch on Nets and Jazz quick. The Nets just gave up 150 to the Kings. So either the Nets are going to come in and try to make a statement. <laughs> you see what Kevin Durant said? Yeah. 150 he, he, tonight? Yeah. Cody, yeah. Cody, Kevin Durant was like, we got a starting lineup of Edmund, Sumner, Joe Harris. Royce O'Neal. Nicholas Claxton, Royce O'Neal, and me. People aren't looking at us like we're good. The only people, the only reason people look at us and think we're bad is and think we should be good is because that's me. We have a terrible starting lineup. Yikes! This is that publicly. Oh my god! The Nets are like they're just an an entertainment. Just I think Kyrie, Kyrie won't play. Kyrie, entertaining, laughable. They always have the headlines. Yeah. Well, Ky- Kyrie's going to be back soon. I saw, but I don't want to get into Kyrie. That's we don't talk about other teams. Yeah, it's not please, please. But finals, finals, finals. No. <laughs> Boo! Oh, I Why do you think I'm doing this else. podcast? I think we're not to going give to give accurate takes. <laughs> it's so long. How shot? about this? How about 
How about this? Okay. Western Conference Finals. No, no. The question was finals, West. The question was finals. (laughs) That is the finals. Um, of the West. Is it a long shot? Yes, it's a very long shot. I don't even know if I can throw it that far. That's how long of a shot it is. But, (laughs) but I've never. We are a one seed. I don't care how you look at a team. If you are a one seed, to say that they will go to the finals, no matter what, it's not a bad take at all because you're the one seed. You are outperforming 14 other teams in your division. Did you? uh, I'm not going to ruin the fact that we are the one seed, but we also are two games ahead of the plan. (laughs) 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 So we lose these next two games. Okay, well, we're not. Yeah. Um, but we're the best team in the West on paper or not on paper. We're, we're not the best team in the West <laughs> on paper. Not on, paper. I said on, the, on the paper that is the NBA on the, standings, on the standings paper, we are the we best are. team in the West. So to say that we're not going to the finals, you can't, you can't call someone a clown me, for saying that. Let me, let me put it this way. The Blazers have a higher chance of missing the plan entirely than they do of making the finals. No. No. Yes. No. Missing the playoffs entirely? That would mean what? 11 seed? No. How far are we from the plan? I mean, we're I'm just saying we're no. one we're, we're I get I I get it. I get it. I'm a play pessimist. We needed six Jer- six out of eight Jeremy Grant. We needed all-star Jeremy Grant and a Simon step back 3 at the Shot clock buzzer to knock off the Spurs. The Spurs. The Spurs. All right. Hey, I have a, another guessing thing. You guys are going to guess in order who are the most, like the current betting odds, most likely to win the Western Conference. So, uh, who, uh who number one. Guess number one. I'm going to say the, the um, Nuggets. Nuggets. No. The Sons. Warriors don't do it. The to Warriors me. are right still now? the betting yeah. favorite, which again, I don't think it's true, but that's kind of why. You know what's but... interesting about them? You know what's interesting about them? They have like the best starting five in the league, but their bench is historically just ass. Yeah. So I would have thought the Jordan, the Jordan Poole and Simons comparisons. It's not a comparison. It's Anthony yeah. Simons. Yeah. I think I would have said the Warriors would be like four, but wow. So Nuggets are two, I assume. No. Okay. The it's the Suns. No. Don't. It's the Clippers. Uh, Clippers. Oh, my. Okay. Plus three seventy five. Who's third? Now the Nuggets. It's no. the Suns. Suns fourth. Then the Nuggets. Nuggets. Who's tied? Two teams are tied for fifth. Mavs. The Pelicans. Mavericks. And us. No. Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Oh, I forgot about them. Sixth at us. yeah sixth. No. Port- Pelicans. What? Pelicans. What? Um, us. Seven, no, just, us. Just wait. The us now freaking mother freaking temple. Wait, when was this made? When was this made? This is updated. To this the is second. updated. All now. The, yeah. Oh, this is pure. Okay. Seventh. Yes. Don't don't do it to me. You it's said the Timberwolves. It. Timberwolves. Timberwolves. By the way, Timberwolves are plus eighteen hundred. Now three teams are tied for plus four thousand. Bla- Blazers. The Blazers. The Jazz. The Jazz. And don't do it to me. It's Wait, the if you said the Kings. If you it's said the Lakers. Lakers. It's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. <laughs> Wait, is this bets? I can make money off this. I'm not even joking. No, but like, they're just saying you would have the, you would win the same amount of money if you bet the Blazers to make it to the Western Conference Finals if you bet the Lakers. You can't like, because if they, yeah. they're both most likely not going to make it. But yeah, you can't compare the two. Yeah. The, biggest, the Lakers are two and ten. The worst three pointing sh- shooting team in the league. The chemistry is gone. The chemistry is gone. LeBron publicly is laughing at his own team in a press conference after losing a game. And he's 38 years old and he's watching. Hey, LeBron's and in the press Westbrook. conference. Cody, this is LeBron in the press conference. He was like, Man, I knew after that bubble championship that this might be my last ring. I, I told them they shouldn't have traded for Russell Westbrook. I saw it coming. <laughs> LeCap. LeCap. Um that, Okay, let me let me say something. That is hilarious. Uh, we're we're not gonna. We probably won't win the West, obviously, but that's insane value for us. Plus four thousand. Yeah, it's great also, value. The but Lakers, still probably losing bro, their money. Oh my! Well, yeah. Any team that you're, yeah, all you're of right, them are. You're right. I mean, come on. Like I, 
I, I don't want to be that's viewed absurd. As, absurd. I don't want to be viewed as this not humble person, but are people stupid? Like, geez, that is that is bad. Betting books know that there are some dumb people that will still bet the Lakers. There's no way. Well, I guess if you Here, know nothing, yeah, let's right. let's do it. Lakers, if the Lakers Clear. win, if the Lakers go to the Western Conference Finals, I will shave my head off. And okay, shave your whole head, not even your hair, just your head. Oh yeah. All oh, right. Okay. okay. I have a game. I have a game. I have a game. I have a game. This is similar, similar than betting odds. This is the NBA power rankings according to NBA.com. Right now, number one. Who's number one? This is East and West. Bucks. So I'm testing you. Bucks. No. No. Bucks are two. Warriors. Warriors. Celtics. No. Celtics are one. No. This is actually like Warriors are still like four and eight or something. Wait, what is it? Just power. This rankings. is just right power rankings. rankings right now. Okay. Celtics are one. Bucks are two. Bucks are two. Number three. Suns. Suns. No. Yeah. Blazers. No. Blazers. Who says? Who, who made this? Who made this? And this is NBA.com. This is as, which makes sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna read what they said. I'm happy. The bla- This is interesting. The Blazers have trailed ten of their fourteen games by double digits. Oh. Oh. And they're and they're six and four in those ten games. No other team has more than four wins after trailing by double digits. They were down fifteen in the third quarter in Miami on Monday, down twelve in the third in Charlotte on Wednesday, and down ten in the second in New Orleans. They came back to win all three, despite the absences of two starters on both ends of the Wednesday Thursday back to back. Let me continue. For the season, the Blazers have been the league's fifth worst first half team and its second-best second-half team, a.k.a. were clutch. The bigger difference has been on offense, with both Josh Hart and Justice Winslow seeing big jumps in their field goal percentage from first half to second half. The Winslow at center minutes have been critical for Portland. Sorry, Nurk. Also, quickly, Jeremy, or not Jeremy, Justice Winslow, is he good on the injury front? Um... I don't even know. I think it's like one of those like Nurk missed like four games and Winslow's what missed four now, maybe. It's the Blazers precautionary. The Blazers have five of the forty-eight players who've made shots to tie or take the lead in the final minute of the fourth quarter overtime, and Jeremy Grant leads the league with four buckets in, in last minute overtime. Grant had 37 points in Dallas, late three-point barrage as Mavs made threes on four straight possessions, and then it basically says where are we going? So we're three. No, just quickly, just Nuggets are four. Jazz are five. Suns are six. Dallas is seven. It's it, the Western Conference runs deep, man. It's kind we're of the like Lakers. the Celtics. Uh, team, by yeah. the way, the team has the same odds. Oh, oh, how about this? How about this? You know, because media loves them some Lakers. Over under 25 and a half for the Lakers. Under. Uh, I'm going to actually say under because this seems like they're actually rating on how the season's actually gone. Okay, I'm gonna go from back to front. Thirty is Houston. Twenty nine is Charlotte. Wow, Charlotte's the second worst. Twenty. Well, this not necessarily record. Power ranked. Twenty eight okay. Detroit. Twenty seven of the Lakers. <laughs> Thank you. Fourth worst team in the league. And no. they don't even have their draft pick this year. It's going to the Pelicans. So this losing literally means nothing to them. That's that's tough. The Lakers have played one of the league's toughest schedules to start the year, but their offense sucks and their defense sucks pretty much what they said. <laughs> Top win games. Uh, we're not Laker haters. We're just I'm really sick and tired yeah, of seeing are. Laker fans being I'm like media haters. We can trade we could trade Dame for a foot long. It's like no you can't. No. Say a foot long? Yeah, five dollar foot long. You can trade for Dame. I mean that's what that's what like uh, cash considerations and Austin Reeves is. Yeah. <laughs> $5 foot long. And then the other trade last week on the podcast, we we're talking about AD straight up for Dame. Like, <laughs> laughable. I got one more question for you guys before we start uh, wrapping up. And I think this is, this might be my favorite question. Um, From Blazers Reborn, who's a fellow Blazer page on Instagram. He goes, who's one Blazer that deserves more love from the media? He says, in his opinion, it's got to be Winslow. He's painted as a terrible player by the media when he's clearly not. Hmm. Who, do you, who do you think uh, takes that? Are we saying, or are you asking for us who should be loved by the media the most? 
who what is what was the or do i agree with that it's winslow because no, i agree that's yours winslow. and if it is winslow you can still say winslow i think it's and again media honestly like... honestly i'm gonna go with jeremy grant and i'm gonna say jeremy grant because like if you if you took a, if you took a graph I, I don't know which way to do it and like this was like one side is like all the trades and this side, the vertical, the y-axis is like uh, perceived, perceived, uh, uh, perceived like added talent. Basically, what I'm saying is we probably to Jeremy Grant trade was one of the most underrated trades, like for how little people talked about and how good he's been in Portland. I think it's the trade of the offseason so far. I don't think that's crazy to say. Yeah, it's been- so I'm gonna go Jeremy Grant because while the Portland media does good work and highlighting players the national media i wasn't hearing anything about jeremy grant nothing nada also also this is the same media that said low low key let's just let's just take a trip down memory lane here let's talk about are the two big trades we did last year we trade cj we got josh hart did we get a first didi lozada didi lozada yeah, and the pick did we get a first? Into, the pick that turned into pick Jeremy Grant. That turned into Jeremy Grant. So I'm Straight not going to say we got nothing Jer- else. I think we win that trade. I feel like we picked someone else up in that trade. Uh, well, we got rid of Larry, Larry Nance. Yeah, we did. There was, oh gosh, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think I know players stole the team. Hold on. Then we trade Ro- Norm and Rocco to the Clippers, who, mind you, they've kind of been trashed this year. And we get <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We traded one more guy also. And by the CJ Ellaby, Art Nikhil Alexander Walker, Thomas Sadoransky, and D.D. Luzada. So we ended up trading Akil for Joe Ingles, which turned into nothing. But we traded CJ, Larry Nance, and who was the third player we traded? I don't remember. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Nope. No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this right now. Uh, He is a, is he a, a big. He's a wing, and he played just one season for the Blazers. I think just this past season was his only season. So he played like half a season with us. Can I give you? I'm gonna give you his initials. P S. D S. P. The letter T. S. Tony Snell. Yes. Tony Snell. So we gave we gave up all that basically for Josh Hart and the pick turn and Jim Grant. That's a win in my opinion. And then you give up Norm and Rocco and you get back Winslow. Justice Winslow, Keon, Bloodsoe. And Bloodsoe, but you know. And then freaking Rocco is like out of the rotation and Norm has been the worst shooter in the NBA, I think, statistically this year. He's been wow. so yeah. bad. I mean, so basically all that to say stats. all that to say is that the media Every time I turn on the media, turn on ESPN, which ESPN sucks now. So, um, is the Blazers are losing these trades? Like, oh my gosh, Josh Hart in a pick for CJ. Like, CJ so valuable. Um, yeah, we got two starters out of that actually, who By both way, play Norm, better defense than CJ and don't shoot in the meta games. Yeah, let's hear the Norm. Norm shot is shooting forty percent from the field. Let's hear the Norm slander and twenty eight percent from three. Yikes. And you know, yeah, honestly, you know who should trade for Norm? He should just go across town to the Lakers. Lakers. I mean, yeah, they can they they, they 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 love their sub thirty percent shooters. I mean, they just love them. Yikes! Um, yeah. Okay, Cody, but back to the question: Who uh, who would you we'll say the media them. who deserves the most love from the media on the Blazers? Because I'm still trying to yeah, think. I hate to uh, be the boring one, but I'm agreeing <clears throat> with Jeremy Grant because, like. Like I think Dame's underrated in the media's eyes in terms of because you know everyone thought he's didn't you know play last year after his injury he comes back he's playing basically it's the same splits as he was in his 2020 season like he and he's he's killing it okay he's killing it and yet yet you can argue you can argue I'm not saying this is true but you can argue that Jeremy Grant is the best player on the Blazers this season so far above Damian mm-hmm. Lillard. And that is why I think it's a no-brainer that he doesn't get the respect he deserves. And like we mentioned in the beginning of the, beginning of the podcast, I think Dame even said this yesterday. I forget, someone on the Blazers said it, but um, that he is just an all-star player. And uh, the media is not going to see that. I don't think he has any chance of winning an all-star. Not any chance. Maybe a slight chance, but 
Okay, like said, here's he's the only player in the NBA shooting forty-five percent. Honestly, okay, no, no. Let's, I want to do. I want to do an exercise. How many forwards get spots? Um, Six. Oh. Yeah, I would just say somewhere around five or six. Well, let's just let's just go. Um, bona fide bigs in the West. Bigs. Wings. Oh, sorry, you said bigs. Bigs slash wings isn't it the same thing. It's guards and forwards. Well, centers too. There's like three centers okay. that make it legit centers. Okay, well, in the West for centers, you're probably you're going Jokic, you're going, going Aiden, Jokic. and you're going Gobert. Yeah, probably. I don't think Aiden's only averaging like 15 this year. But like, I think Anthony okay. Davis could classify as a center, or Pat it, could even still classify as a center. Okay. Wings, like straight up wings. You're going. No one on Houston. Anyone on the Lakers? LeBron. I mean, LeBron I get that, but yeah, but he's been trash. Is what I'm saying. He hasn't even okay. been that trash. He's still putting up all star okay. numbers. LeBron. LeBron will be an all star starter. Yay. Uh, yeah. Anyone on San Antonio? Probably not. OKC? Probably not. Uh, this is wings. Yeah. Shea. Shea can make it, but Shea's on a wing. For Golden State, Andrew Wiggins? No. No one on Golden State. If if he gets more votes than Jeremy Grant, well, that's he won't. he won't. He won't. He <laughs> won't. And, okay, you could throw in An- Anthony Edwards. That's consideration. Honestly, Andrew Wiggins is considered too. Let's just do that because people love the Warriors. Paul George is considered. Yeah. I don't think Kawhi's going to play enough games. Mm-hmm. Anyone on the Kings? Nope. No No wings. Brand- yeah, Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram and Zion, like one of those two would make it probably no matter we'll, what. We'll do both. We'll do both. Yeah. Um. Anyone on Memphis? Bane's a guard, I think. Mm-mm. Then no. So no. Anyone on Dallas? No. It's not a, oh. Anyone on Phoenix? McHale? No. Bridges? Okay. Anyone on Utah? I guess you get Lori Market and you could throw him in there. He's been a stud. Oh, the the All Star game is in Utah this year. So if they still okay, stay at yeah. least somewhat good. Anyone yeah, on Denver? Denver, MPJ, Aaron Gordon? He's probably in the same. Yeah. He, like, MPJ, and, not on the same level. And Grant, he's, there's nine, nine. And you could argue he's better than at least half of those. those. If the All Star game was right now, he would deserve it because the Blazers are the one seed. We would deserve two All Stars. Absolutely, I think we get because guards here. You're taking taking Dame over Jamal Murray. Yep. Yeah, Dame Dame's gonna make it. But taking, yeah, the guards is deep. Well, like, just Steph, Jaw, Luca. Well, let me. And um, Aaron Fox is worthy. Fox and Shea. And Dame. That's six. Right? That's six. I mean, you're. Oh wait, but I didn't even say like you're Booker. missing. You don't have Booker. Did you say Chris Paul? No, he's not. He's he's not been amazing this year. I was just listening to a podcast that they were going through. Like it was an exercise where they listed the All Stars from last year. Anthony was a guard. He could be a guard. Cat, cat, cat. Look, Dame. If the Blazers get one All Star, it will be Dame, and the Blazers will have at least one All Star. Dame at this point is a lock unless he's hurt. He's averaging twenty eight points a game. Like. Yeah, Dame will make the All Star game. It's going to be harder for Shea to make it than Dame because mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, my answer for that question. Yeah. Um. Probably is Winslow because I think even myself I underrated him coming into the season, and then it's not. I would say like Josh Hart, but it's not him because I think everyone recognizes that he could fit on every team. I'm not going to say Grant because that's all what you guys said. I might say Simons because. I think people looked at when we traded CJ and are like, well, there goes the backcourt for the Blazers. They're not going to have anyone next to Dame anymore. And they're, everyone's like, well, we'll, we'll put not Simons me, bro. there. And then they're like, okay, Simons, yeah. congrats. Yeah. Like The fact that they think Tyler Hero, Poole, even like RJ Barrett is better than him. Like Simons is putting up better numbers than CJ maybe ever did this year when you take into account shooting and points per game. So. I think Simons is being severely underrated. All this talk about Desmond Bain being an all-star, like Simons, I don't know the stats, but Simons might be averaging more points than them. It is interesting because they're, they are pretty similar. They play similar roles, and they're both like top five second half scores. So I did, yeah, Bain is. Bain's number one, crazy. I think. I'm going to um, pull up to see if uh, what Bain's averaging. He probably is shooting better than Simons because he is let's, a uh, monster. Okay, I have an interesting That's all question the questions for you. I, have, I, got, I, got an, okay. I have an interesting question so for you. Dame's average, Bain's Obviously, average 25. Obviously, in the second half? 
no, no. Oh, I was like, dog. Um, this is obviously not most likely won't happen, but I just want to get your opinion on it. What are the odds Shane Sharp wins rookie of the year? So I would say we go to the finals more likely than that. Maybe even wins the finals. Whoa. Wow. Just because, um, like, he's not going to play a lot. He's, has he, he's not even averaging true. 10 points. Paolo's averaging, like, 20-plus, I feel like. Benedict Matherin's averaging, Mathurin. like, 20. And that's not even taking into account whoever else there is, like, Jaden Ivey or... Yeah, there's no chance. There's a, there's two, if if Sharp was in the other situations, I think he absolutely could win it. Probably I mean, would be a favorite, yeah. maybe. He's talented. My brother, my brother said to me yesterday, Shane Which Sharp's brother? winning rookie. Little um, or older? The dumb one. Well, they're both one dumb. that likes basketball. The one who can name more than two NBA players. Okay, so the one that doesn't look like Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, he's like Shane Sharp's going in rookie of the year. Cap boy, cap. Um, he needs a listener city rundown if he wants to get his info on the Blazers. Yeah, he's gonna, does he? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't know any anything that's going on around the league. He has his head stuck in the Blazers. Blazers land about, over here. You talking about the youngest one in the middle? I just asked that. <laughs> Um, the youngest, yeah. yeah. So, oh, is, is he the one I traded Cup and Swift to? <laughs> uh, it, yeah, no chance he wins rookie of the year. Um, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. It is what it is, but he's all uh, he's exceeding expectations, and I'm so happy. And if we make it to the playoffs, he's getting minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, who my unsung Blazer player of the year so far is who? What unsung? What? Like underrated, uh, not underrated, but like at this point, Drew Eubanks is getting credit, so I'm not going Drew Eubanks. Give me Jabari Walker, he's looked good, yeah, yeah. he looked good in his minutes again, exceeding expectations. I would say, oh, yeah, second round pick. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to pull something up. Oops, we're probably approaching like a little over an hour now. I don't know exactly, but what a what were you going to pull up? And I was also going to say touch Greg Brown went to the G League. We never mentioned that, but that's good for him. Get reps, you know. He probably will do really well down there, but he clearly wasn't going to touch the floor that much. So the Blazers don't yeah, have a G League team, like... by the way, which is, which is stupid. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that that's all I got. Uh, final thing I'll do is pulling up the schedule. And we yeah, do, who we got this it. week? We've done it every week. Let's uh, predict the record for this week. We got four games until the next podcast. Brooklyn. We got Nets at home on Thursday. Jazz at home on Saturday. Bucks on the road Monday. Yeah. Cavs and then on we're going... the road Wednesday. Wow, that's a that's a lot of games. And then and then we play on Friday. No one plays on Thanksgiving, so getting a lot of we games. We play so... every other day until next Sunday. Wow. I think we go Give two and me... two. Win the first two, lose the last two. I mean, if I had to project that, yeah. But like, if we lose one of the first two games, then we could we could win one of the next two. Yeah. So two I think two. I think the Nets has to be a dub, like has to. And I think the Jazz has. I think we have to. Hmm. It's tough. I, I think, think we our go most two likely one is the Jazz. I think we go two and two. Because Jazz are good man. They've also, I think they're on like a three-game losing streak now. They're kind of coming back to earth, maybe. Dang, tell them, boy. Yeah. So um, I think the Jazz, are, the Jazz are falling apart. We got to beat the Nets. We can handle the this? Jazz at home. I'd say we have like a seventy percent chance to win both of those games. But then we play the Bucks away on Monday. That is going to be hopefully brutal. Imagine we won that. that I mean, we. Absolutely could. We get we could at this point. Like we we are dogs, like I said. Um and then the Cavs are really good. So they got the twin towers. I think two and two is I wouldn't say safe. I think we go two and two. We can do that. I agree. Two I'll go two and two. Two hard teams, two easy teams, I'd say. Okay, I can't say the Jazz are easy, but we're home. Two and two. Come on. Yeah, two and two. I agree. Um, do we well, do we win? Do we have a blowout or no? Can we blow out the Nets tomorrow? Can we do that? I got a hunch. Like, what if Katie doesn't tomorrow? play tomorrow night? You know, he's pissed off at the organization. Did he want any? Any? He's like, dude, just leave him behind in Portland. Yeah, no trade. Just release me, and we'll buy him, or 
Yeah, we'll get him on the buyout market from Batman. Sign him to a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would that be our best buyout market ever? Or would we take a can of freedom over them? No. Uh, not that one, I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, well, that's all we got for this uh, this podcast. Um, yeah. Make sure to guys. like and subscribe. Go follow the TikTok. Cody's rolling on the TikTok. Go follow the Twitter and Instagram for, you know, just your typical Twitter and Instagram content. And uh, go check out our website if you haven't. We might have a new merch drop Ooh, coming in hey, time for Christmas. Hey, hey we'll you, know what, you know what would go kind of kind of dumb? Go kind of hard? Hey, uh, I don't know how you'd match the color, but, you know, some type of teal something. Yeah. Teal and red. Oh, Could that go as Christmas oh, carpet. cards? Oh, carpet action. Teal and red. You mean green and red? I, I was doing a playoff. Like, Could we incorporate teal instead of the green and make a Christmas sweatshirt? We'll, we'll talk Too about that Blazers. after real quick. Too bad the Blazers don't play, have a Christmas game. Yeah, that sucks. But that'll be it. We'll see you in the next podcast. Uh, yeah. Thanks for watching. Peace. Yeah, see yeah. you. Bye.